Hello and welcome to the first podcast of Akansha Rathi and Associates. Through this podcast we will be taking you through the updates and amendments in the field of corporate law, IBC and SEBI. On the 9th of April 2021, the Insolvency and Bankruptcy Code Amendment Ordinance 2021 introduced pre-packaged insolvency resolution process for corporate debtors classified as micro, small and medium enterprises. The ordinance was promulgated keeping in mind the financial stress of MSMEs pre-PAX acts as an informal avenue under the ambit of IBC and seeks to expeditiously resolve liquidation processes. Pre-PAX are new to India, but it is common in countries such as UK and US. This ordinance will ease the burden on NCLT, it's quicker than traditional CIRP process, it will reduce the legal cost of the borrower. The central government has specified rupees 10 lakhs as the minimum amount of default for the matters relating to the pre-packaged insolvency resolution process of corporate debtor. Thus pre-packaged insolvency resolution process aims to provide for a time-bound, quick, efficient and cost-effective insolvency process for MSMEs. However, it appears that a large number of MSMEs in India will not be eligible for the pre-packed insolvency resolution process under the Insolvency and Bankruptcy Code because, as per the ordinance a prior registration under MSME Act is mandatory, to be eligible for pre-packaged insolvency resolution process. According to survey, 6.3 crore MSMEs exist in India however, As per the data available with Udyam registration, the MSME registration website only 26.42 lakh MSMEs have registered till date. This essentially means that the unregistered MSMEs, which exceed the registered MSMEs by a large number cannot take recourse under the pre-packaged regime for insolvency resolution. Nevertheless, the PIRP is a welcome move for all sorts of entities looking to commence insolvency proceedings. On the 15th of April 2021, the Supreme Court issued a landmark judgment. The issue raised before the Supreme Court in appeal was whether an entry made in a balance sheet would amount to an acknowledgement of debt under Section 18 of the Limitation Act. To answer the issue, the Supreme Court referred to various decisions which have held that an entry made in the books of accounts, including the balance sheet, can amount to an acknowledgement of debt within the meaning of section 18 of the limitation act the supreme court therefore held that entries in the balance sheet can amount to acknowledgement of debt for the purpose of extending limitation on the 15th of april 2021 sebi issued a guidance note with respect to regulations 53 and 512 of sebi lodr guidance note mentions that the listed entity shall intimate to the stock exchanges at least two working days in advance excluding the date of the intimation and date of the meeting regarding the meetings of its board of directors at which any matter affecting the rights of holders of non-convertible debt securities or non-convertible redeemable preference shares is proposed to be considered further the outcome of any board committee meeting wherein any change in terms of issue or any other matter affecting the rights or interests of holders of non-convertible debt securities or non-convertible redeemable preference shares has been considered then it is required to be disclosed to the exchange the listed entity is also required to promptly disclose to the stock exchanges all the information report notices call letters circulars proceedings and others concerning non-convertible redeemable preference shares or non-convertible debt securities
Thus for the listed entities SEBI had come up with the guidance note to ensure greater regulatory enforceability and maintain authenticity of data. Thank you all for listening. For more such legal updates stay tuned and do follow us on Spotify.